listening to Vegetarians and Meat Lovers Split Table Recipes. I'm your host, Julie Hogue, and I talk about cooking. I talk about recipes. I talk about ways to cook for a split table family where some people are vegetarians and some are meat eaters. This is my current holiday series. And I just did a Thanksgiving one. If you missed that, you can go back and check. Those recipes are good for year-round, actually. (laughs) And today, I'm talking about holiday cocktails and appetizers. You have so much fun with holiday cocktails and appetizers. It's a time of year where people tend to spend a little bit more time on cooking because we have all these special celebrations with the holidays. And recently, I hooked up with a company called Celafina Spices, and I got some spices from them to create some recipes. So they're my sponsor for this episode, and I made some mulled wine. Oh, that was so good. So I made some mulled wine with red apples. I did the Honeycrisp apples, which is the native apple, which was developed in my home state of Minnesota at the University of Minnesota. Best apple out there. Best. If you have not tried it, you've got to try it. The apples that you add as the garnish for this mulled wine recipe are just to die for. They are so good. The apples are amazing. The mulling spice mix, it's a blend from Salafina. Awesome. I mean, it really, it actually looks really cool even. (laughs) It comes in this packet and you're going to just throw it in with the wine in the crock pot. So you got all these like little pieces and stuff. So you got to use a cheesecloth. Ever used a cheesecloth before? It's like a mesh strainer. So after the mulled wine is done cooking, you're going to like lay your cheesecloth in a strainer, make sure it covers the whole area because it can dip down. And then you pour the wine through the cheesecloth and the strainer. So you have to have something to catch it underneath. And that way you get out all the pieces. So you're not actually drinking any of these spices. They're just used for flavoring. And so that's one recipe I'm going to talk about. And the other one I'm going to talk about is so much fun. I just love this recipe too. I developed this, oh, several years ago. And it's festive Christmas wine with fruit ice cubes. Oh, what a fun way to have cocktails. I mean, this is just one of my favorite things I've created. It's so much fun. And then the last recipe I'm going to talk about is hybrid vegetarian and pork, no grain jalapeno poppers. Okay, so we're going to start with the mulled wine. And I actually got two spices from Salafina that I use to make this mulled wine. The first one is the mulling spice mix, which is the blend. And it just comes in a packet. So it doesn't even tell you what's in it. (laughs) It's a secret. But that's their recipe, I guess. So that makes sense. So to make this particular recipe, you do need the mulling spice mix. And I'll put the link to Salafina down in the podcast notes so you can check them out if you want. The other thing that I used in this recipe of theirs from Salafina was the hibiscus flower petals. Oh, these are so fun and they just smell amazing. I just love the hibiscus flower in the first place. So cooking with it, how fun is that? And this recipe is going to appear on my website. I just don't have it up yet. It's going to be up maybe this weekend or later. So this is Crock-Pot Mulled Wine with Apples. And it is so delicious. It's a very strong flavor, but I absolutely loved it. And my husband loved it. And so good. Okay, so you're going to take one bottle of dry red wine. I use Cabernet Sauvignon. 
750 milliliters, which is one bottle. I mean, you could double this recipe if you're going to use a bigger crock pot or depending on your size of your crock pot, you might be able to do it in your small one. I used a Cabernet Sauvignon that I enjoy. So pick one that you like. And then, so you're going to pour that in the crock pot and you're going to add one package of the Milling Spice Mix from Salafina. I cut up one Clementine. Of course, you can use more. Use as many Clementines as you want. (laughs) I used one and I used a cup of pomegranate blueberry juice, two tablespoons of honey, two teaspoons hibiscus flower petals from Salafina, and one fourth cup tequila. Of course, you could omit the tequila if you don't want that in there. And then you're going to need a crock pot and a fine cheese cloth. So you're going to cook that for an hour and a half on high. And then you're going to strain it through the cheesecloth. And the way that that works well is if you line your entire strainer with the cheesecloth all up the sides too. Because once you start to pour something, you know, it can pull the cheesecloth down on the side. So don't be skimpy with it because then you might get some of the spices in the wine if it dips down and the the liquid gets on the other side of the cheesecloth. And so you strain it into something that you can catch, like a bowl or something. But then I did it into a bowl and then I poured it back into the crock pot to keep it warm. And when I scooped it up to serve it, I added the slices of honey crisp apples. And it makes the apples this beautiful red color. And they are just so good. Like (laughs) the apples are delicious. I'm telling you, it's so good. You need to try it. I mean, what a fun recipe for the holidays where you could just have this crock pot out for your guests and they can just scoop up when they want and add the apples they want. You could do other fruits as a garnish too. I have not tried that, but I bet oranges would be good. Blueberries, maybe even some lemon or cucumbers. But the apples were the best. That was just delicious. So it's a very strong flavor and it's very delicious. It's something that would be perfect for the holidays and it's so good. (laughs) I'll put the recipe down in the podcast notes and again, it will be on my website at some point soon. Okay. And this is an idea that I came up with, oh, several years ago, this fruit ice cube idea. And it just really looks attractive too. Like it's really festive. And, you know, I love holiday cocktails, holiday drinks, Christmas drink recipes. I mean, I really love them. They're so much fun. And the flavor is amazing. And what I did was I used red and green fruit and mint leaves in tune with the Christmas holiday colors. It's super festive, super delicious. And then you'll get to eat the fruit in the end. It's so good. And it really just looks very, very pretty and festive. I mean, it's beautiful. You know, on my website, I have pictures of it. And it's just, they're beautiful. They really are. They're the red and green. Just really beautiful. And I'll put the link that to that down in the podcast notes. It has festive Christmas wine with fruit ice cubes. If you want to search on my website at juliehogreiter.com. Okay, so how do you make these? They're just so attractive to the eye. They're just really fun to have a wine glass with these fruit ice cubes in it. Okay, so you're going to take one half cup apples. Again, I choose a Honeycrisp. <laughs> I'm Honeycrisp obsessed. Honeycrisp apples diced. One third cup green grapes diced. Two tablespoons cranberries sliced. One fourth cup strawberries diced. 32 mint leaves. I use the fresh mint leaves. And one cup of 7-Up. 
And then 750 milliliters of Sauvignon Blanc wine, any kind of white wine. I generally like to do this with white wine. You can really see the beautiful ice cubes, the fruit in them. And I use one half cup butterscotch schnapps. So this is how I make the full drink. So it's the ice cubes and the drink together. Okay, so this is how you make it. Of course, dice the apples. You have one half cup. Green grapes for one third cup, strawberries to one fourth cup, and slice the cranberries to make about two tablespoons. Wash and dry 32 fresh mint leaves. Sprinkle the fruit evenly into all 16 ice cube compartments on the tray. Add about two mint leaves per cube in the ice cube tray. Pour one cup of 7-Up into a suitable container for pouring or other lemon-lime soda pop. Distribute the soda evenly over the ice cube compartments and then pop it in the freezer and let it remain until the ice cubes are fully frozen. And then I pour the Sauvignon Blanc, 750 milliliters of white wine, into a decanter. Add one half cup butterscotch schnapps and stir or swirl. (laughs) In optional, you can add 7-Up as desired. If you want more, you can add that. And then you pour the Christmas wine into glasses and add two to three fruit ice cubes per glass. Serve and enjoy. And this is a really fun cup to hand to your guests. They tend, people tend to really like it. It just looks so festive and pretty and just really, really fun. I had these at Christmas one year when I was hosting and everybody just loved them, which ah, I should make them again this year. (laughs) They're so much fun. And it's just a great way to enjoy your wine. You could try other white wines. I'm sure it would work with any white wine. And it probably would work with red wine too. But you're not going to see that attractive ice cube. I mean, you could probably use rosé too. Those are, That's pretty see-through wine as well. So you can see into that. So these are two really fun drink, wine drink appetizers, cocktails that you can serve your guests around the holiday time. And really fun for any time of the year, but just really focusing on festive holiday drinks. And these are two that you'll really enjoy. Okay. And then in keeping with the theme of this podcast, I'm going to talk about an appetizer that works for both vegetarians and meat lovers. This recipe is in my One Dish, Two Diets, Recipes for the Hybrid Vegetarian and Meat Eating Family, which is available in ebook, paperback, and audiobook. And when you get the audiobook, you get a free ebook with it. And it's about to be coming out in hardcover pretty soon. So this particular recipe I created because one year I had this bumper crop of jalapenos in my garden. I'm like, wow, this is a lot of jalapenos. So I was making a lot of jalapeno poppers because my family adores them. And so I was working on them. I was making different recipes. And this is the one that ended up being a favorite. It is spicy and tasty and delicious. The shell of the appetizer is the jalapeno pepper itself. So there's no grain added in. There's no breading. And it's filled with cheeses, chia seeds, and garlic, plus meat for half of the poppers. So it's a really delicious recipe. And I generally split it down the middle where I make half meatless and half with the meat. And in this recipe, I used pork. It was leftover pork. This is a way that I really find so helpful in cooking for a split table family, retaining those pieces of meat that are cooked already, like grilled or leftover cooked meats, 
and I can retain them in the freezer for as long as I want. Well, obviously there's a shelf life there as well, but it's so easy to grab that out and add it in so that my family can have their meat. <laughs> but they'll also eat the meatless ones. So that's why I do it half and half because they're willing to eat the meatless ones too. So and it's a little bit easier just to do half and half. It just is. So it takes about cooking time, uh, 17 to 21 minutes. And I'd say it makes about 12 to 16 poppers. And of course, that's going to depend on the size of the jalapeno peppers that you use. So what do you need for this recipe? You need about six to eight jalapeno peppers. These are fresh jalapeno peppers. And if you've ever handled them before, just be careful because that spicy juice soaks into your fingers, soaks into your skin if you're going to cut them with bare hands. I mean, some people cut them with gloves on, but it can get into your skin. It can get into your eyes if you touch your eyes. So just, I'm sure you probably already know this, but be careful when you're cutting them. I one time did that. I didn't pay attention to it. And I, I put my contacts in the next morning. And it was like the juices were still in my fingers, the skin of my fingers. And I was like, I really hurt my eyes. You really do damage to your eyes. So really be careful. I don't know how it lasted on my fingers. I had washed my hands multiple times, but somehow it was still soaked into my skin and it just, my eyes were burning. Okay, back to <laughs> weird thing that happened to me. Okay, back to the ingredients. Six to eight jalapeno peppers, one half cup shredded cheddar cheese, one half cup grated Parmesan cheese, four ounces cream cheese softened. Let it sit out for a bit. Two teaspoons chia seeds, healthy ingredient. One teaspoon minced garlic and one third cup small pieces of pre-cooked or grilled pork. How do you make it? Okay, instructions. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Set cream cheese out on the counter to soften or microwave for about 15 seconds to soften for ease of mixing. You need to be able to stir it. You take it right out of the fridge, you know, it's like just a big hard lump. You can't stir that. You can't mix anything into it. In a mixing bowl, combine one half cup shredded cheddar cheese, one half cup grated Parmesan cheese, four ounces softened cream cheese, two teaspoons chia seeds, and one teaspoon minced garlic. Using a fork, press down to mash and mix ingredients together. Stir until thoroughly combined. If both vegetarian and meat-containing poppers are desired, separate a little over half of the cheese mixture into another bowl for the vegetarian poppers. I do that because if you're adding the meat in, that increases that volume a little bit. Mix one-third cup meat into the cheese mixture for the meat poppers. Cut off the stems of the jalapeno peppers. Cut peppers in half and scoop out seeds to remove. If you like added spiciness, of course, you can leave some of the seeds in there. Spray a cookie sheet with cooking spray. Press the cheese mixture firmly into each jalapeno pepper half to fill. Amount, of course, is going to depend on the size of your peppers, and they vary in size. I've seen big ones, I've seen small ones, medium. So I'm not going to say an amount, just fill it. Press it with your fingers so it firmly is fit into that little hollowed out scoop of the jalapeno pepper. And when I've done this, I make about six to eight vegetarian poppers and six to eight meat-containing poppers. Bake at 350 degrees for 15 to 17 minutes. Instacart groceries delivered in as little as one hour. Free delivery on your first order, $35. Save yourself that trip to the market. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores.
free delivery on your very first order over $35. Following the link in the show notes lets Instacart know we sent you and help support our show. Multiple stores available. Shop all of your favorites on a single order. The products you love from your local stores. Hand selected by shoppers based on your preferences. Delivery to your door in as fast as one hour. Instacart highlights deals to help you save money. Don't we all want that? Find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. Instacart picks the freshest produce and keeps your eggs safe too. Woohoo! Those are things I want. Try it out today. You will love it. Then broil on low for two to four minutes. Broiling makes the cheese a bit crispy and browns up a little bit, and it finishes cooking up the peppers. It's really a key step, in my opinion, to do that little bit of broiling right at the end. And here's a recipe tip that is fun. Since you never know what size jalapeno peppers you're going to have, and obviously if you're you're in the store and you see small ones, get get more, you know. But a fun way to use the leftover cheese is to take the leftover cheese and add some finely chopped jalapeno peppers to that leftover cheese mixture and spread it on crackers or bagel crisps. I did that when I made this recipe several times I've done it, and it's just a very delicious cheese spread also to spread on crackers or bread, uh, bagels. It's really delicious. And you know, (laughs) it's actually kind of a delicious recipe just to make all on its own as a spread. Really good. And it's just a really fun way to have jalapeno poppers without that breading. Sometimes we don't want that extra breading. There's so much fun eating, fun food around the holidays that, you know, We all have an issue with trying not to gain weight during the holidays because we make all this amazing food. So I like this idea of having less carbs and doing no breaded jalapeno popper. You know, often the traditional jalapeno popper is fully covered in a breading and that just adds more carbs. So of course you have calories from the cheese. That's, that's going to happen, but it's one way to have a little bit less carbs and It's a delicious way to add an appetizer to your table, your holiday table, that will work for vegetarians and meat lovers. And now, when you're setting these out for people, I often will put a label because people don't know, you know, what's this? Why are there two plates of them? It's just best, I think, to somehow label it with a a little paper behind it, a post-it note if you need to, some way so that you're not you know, having to explain to everyone, okay, this is a meat and this is a meatless. They might be able to see the meat poking out of the meat one, but when you're hosting, it's hard to be everywhere and tell everyone everything. So just flat out label it. You're going to do yourself a favor and people do a favor and people, you know, won't be coming up to you saying, which one's the meat one again? (laughs) It's, it's, It's a lot of work to try and like accommodate that. So just flat out label it, you know, and then people will know and my family loves it with the pork added in. You could substitute other meats, of course. Ham is always a great option or bacon. And one thing I want to try is to use that vegan bacon and see what I think of that in this recipe. I haven't done that yet, but it's on my list of things to do. I hope that you are having a great holiday season. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I am so thankful for you 
listening to this podcast and I hope I can continue to grow. I hope you follow my podcast and give me a rating, give me a review. I would love to hear your thoughts and it will really help me grow if I hear your thoughts on what you think, want, and hope to see me do. I want to thank Salafina Spices for these particular spices that they sent me to work in collaboration with them. I really enjoyed them. I really recommend them. I have two other spices I got from them, which those recipes will be coming. And one of the recipes that I made with their spices, I got a smoked paprika and I used it in a recipe for chicken that my family absolutely adored. So I can't wait to share that recipe. I want to make it one more time to make sure I've got it perfected. It was a breaded chicken recipe. I know we're now I'm talking about breaded when I was just was talking about unbreaded, but this is a breaded chicken recipe where I did breadcrumbs and I used the smoked paprika and with a bunch of other spices. And my family was like, whoa. So I had used this recipe before, but I added in the smoked paprika and it just really blew it out of the water for them. And they're like, whoa, that's even better than the other recipe. So I'm excited to share that. And then I have another one that I have to use somewhere. And again, this recipe will also end up appearing on my website eventually. (laughs) So I will be sharing that at some point. So, you know, there's just amazing spices out there. And, you know, it's kind of fun to go online and see the other options. I mean, you can go to the store and see all the usual stuff. But there sometimes is so much value in going online and seeing the other options. And honestly, It sort of can be overwhelming when you walk into the grocery store and there's this big, giant display of spices and herbs and you're kind of, people are walking around you, you're getting distracted. It's a little bit overwhelming sometimes to, you know, find a new thing. But if you look at home in a calm environment online, you'll be amazed what you can find in a relaxed manner and really look at these spices and read on them and find some new ones you want to try. So I highly recommend visiting their website. I'll put their website down in the podcast notes so that you can check them out. It came very quickly for me, and I'm really, really happy with it. So I want to thank them for sponsoring me in this particular endeavor. I had a blast making the mulled wine, and so much fun. <laughs> Cooking is fun. You know, it's it can be a lot of work, but when you have the time to do it and really spend time on it, you can make so many amazing recipes. It's fun to cook gourmet. You can't do it all the time. But around the holidays, it's really fun to kind of go all out and spend more time on foods and making them delicious for your family and your friends. Just have fun with it. Instacart groceries delivered in as little as one hour. Free delivery on your first order, $35. Save yourself that trip to the market. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. Following the link in the show notes, let's Instacart know we sent you and help support our show. Multiple stores available. Shop all of your favorites on a single order. The products you love from your local stores. Hand selected by shoppers based on your preferences. Delivery to your door in as fast as one hour. Instacart highlights deals to help you save money. Don't we all want that? Find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. Instacart picks the freshest produce and keeps your eggs safe too. Woohoo! Those are things I want. 
Try it out today. You will love it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and I'm really looking forward to sharing more with you in the future. I also have my book out, The American Midwest Cooking Quiches. So if you're looking for different ways to cook quiches, this cookbook is a delicious way to explore ways to make quiches. Like I used an air fryer, even used a microwave to make personal quiches for like one person. There's a lot of recipes in there. And one of my reviewers really enjoyed how I created so many different ways to create quiches that he had never thought of before. So I was really excited. He was from a different country, not in the United States. So unfortunately, it doesn't appear on the U.S. Amazon <laughs> page, but it's on the Amazon page in his country. So that's uh, that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> but again, I'm still looking for reviewers. I'm looking for reviews. I would love to hear your thoughts in a review. If you decide to purchase my cookbook, it will be coming out in, oh, you know what? I think it's already gone live in paperback. Let me confirm that. I was waiting for it to go live and I think it actually did happen. But my cookbook, it has a really Midwestern feel and all the food is just has dairy. You can substitute out the dairy, but it has a Midwestern Minnesota flavor to all the dishes. Yep. Okay. It is out in paperback too for $12.99 and you can get it on as an ebook as well. Okay. I want to thank you for listening to this and I really hope that you're having an amazing Thanksgiving weekend with your family and friends. I really hope you enjoyed it. And I want to thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this. It really means a lot to me and I hope you enjoy. All right. You have an amazing day. Bye-bye now.